Okay. And uh, we're now recording. Um, okay. It's uh, five thirty on um, on uh, Sunday, December. Sorry, yeah, Saturday, December twenty seventh. Sunday. And Sunday. Is it Sunday? Oh yeah, my lord. Yeah, Sunday, December twenty seventh. And uh, well, we're hoping Tizzy would show up, but I, I think she might be at work, so because she hasn't responded to my message. Mm-hmm. So anyway, here we are. It's the first of uh, hopefully a long um, sequence of, of interviews, and uh, you know, with only the the goal of um, you know trying to remember as much as we can uh, about Dad's life, um, and uh, and then the sort of the historical circumstances of it, which is fascinating. And um, so we have a loose we have a loose outline. Um, today we're hoping to cover topics having to do with your childhood. Um, and, uh, so I'll let you go. And I think, you know, we're going to maybe start with your parents. So this will be my grandparents and then, uh, and then through the household. Okay. Uh, well, first, first, uh, I, I really thank you, Phil and Dizzy. Uh, this is a, an excellent opportunity. It's something I should have done myself with my own parents, at least with my mother because my father died before I was, uh, I mean, you know, when I was still very, very uh, early childhood. So, but I didn't do that, and I, I regret it, because there is so very little I know about, for instance, where they came from, their origins, where, where they were born, where, uh, um, I mean, like, uh, simple things, the date of their birth, when they were born, I have no idea. I mean, I can guess, I can uh, do some kind of uh, arithmetic and, 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 and count the dates back, but I, I just don't know. So this, was a, this is a good, uh, very thoughtful of you guys to, 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 to do this. Um, now about childhood, really there is so very little I remember. Um, I remember, of course that uh, when uh, I was only three years old, in fact, even less than three years old, um, my parents were taken prisoner to Italy, uh, both my father and my mother, as well as my brother Kifle and my uh, sister Zima. They were taken to Italy along with... uh, Oh, I understand about 300 other Ethiopians to Italy. And uh, uh, so we didn't, I didn't get to, to know my mother when, you know, when I was an infant. Uh, the, my mother returned when after two years, just a little over two years. But my father died in Italy. Uh, they were jailed from what uh, my mother tells me and what I've been reading lately in a place called Azinara. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a, a small island just north of uh, Sardinia in southern Italy. It's in fact between Sardinia and Italy. No, is it Sardinia or uh, was that island immediately below it, uh, the boot? Uh, in Sicily? In the big one. Sicily, Sicily. Yeah. Sicily, yeah, the big one between Sicily, between Sicily and the uh, Italian uh, mainland. So these, these are this is just a, a, a small islands. Apparently, the place is spelled in English A S I N A R A, Asinara. But somehow, mm-hmm. 
It's pronounced Azinara in the Ethiopian. <laughs> I don't know why. Anyway, this place apparently has been used as a prison place uh, since the 1700s. Uh, uh, when the interminable European wars, uh, you know, between Austria and Hungary and so forth. So, so it was not unusual. Uh, so it was uh, kind of a very desolate place from what I read now, uh, where they kept the Ethiopians there. Um, they were not all kept there. Some of them were kept in the big ones. I mean, the the, the most notable ones, the big races, uh, Rasailu, Raskasa, Rasigumar, all those guys were kept in the suburb of Rome. The rest were kept in Azinara. Huh? The, later on, they, uh, from what I was told, uh, they separated the men from the women and of the men were moved onto the mainland. Like my father was later moved to a place called Lungobuco. That's where he uh, uh, lived most of the time, I mean, as a prisoner, and where he also died, and where he's buried. Uh, is, there any, is there any communication with them? I mean, did they have any you know, prisoners letters home? I feel there's a strong interference as you talk. Was there, was there any, inter- was there any communication home from them? Did they send, were they allowed to send letters? Did you hear anything? Or did your family, your family hear anything? Uh, again, if it's, you know, your voice was very muffled. I, I heard you, but I don't think it will come out well recorded. What do you talk? I can, I can, let me pause. I'm going to pause. We're back live. Yes. We, okay. Uh, am I on now? Yeah. Okay. Yes, we had uh, uh, contacts. I mean, interestingly, our house, you remember the big house where you were born and where we used to live mm-hmm. in Gullale? Of course. That big house uh, was rented to an Italian uh, businessman. Oh, wow. And one of the most interesting things is that that Italian businessman, I, I even remember his name, Dita Ferrari. Ferrari. Mm. He used to... Uh, give us information about how uh, you know about uh, my parents in fact he even paid the rent half of the rent or a portion of the rent in Italian lira wow. which was which were, uh, was paid directly to our parents in it and the rest was the rest of the rent was used for uh, uh, my upbringing as well as two sisters who had not gone with uh, uh, my parents uh, uh, at this and uh, Miss Lee's mother, uh, Elfinesh, hmm. we also call, we also call uh, call her Falagayot, uh, uh, and those two sisters were actually uh, boarding at the American Presbyterian School in Gullale, and it's a fascinating uh, link between our family and that missionary school, because my father apparently had helped Doctor Lambi, he was the one who started the school, and as well as the hospital. And the hospital was known as Lambibet in Gullale. Later on, it became um, Pasteur Institute and the central laboratory where they do all the medical tests for stores and so forth. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, the head of that teacher, of that school rather, Miss Nickel, spoke perfect Amharic. And she considered me like her uh, adopted uh, son. And 
Even when I was in college, for once in a while, when I stopped uh, by the school, she would uh, proudly introduce me to her uh, teachers and whoever would listen. Uh, that I was, uh, uh, she called me Mamo. I was her Mamo. I was her boy. Anyway, the rent uh, was paid a portion of it in in lire and went to uh, and the other portion uh, uh, was used to for our up, upkeep. So, so he was an Italian who came along with sort of the troops. I mean, he but or was he there before? Um, uh, um, that's a good question. I, I I really don't know. All I know that he's a businessman. Whether he came before the Italians or uh, during the Italian, that I don't know. But and, I I remember I remember his car, you know, coming in and out. But I don't know his uh, his, his his background. No. Where did you live? I mean, that was the house that we oh. grew up in. Yeah, the, the the house behind our house. You remember the, where my mother used to live? Yeah. That's where uh, uh, we lived. And the big house was, was your dad's house? I mean, that's where... It was you, rented. It was rented while he was imprisoned. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of it's like a, not a very uh, nice irony that the, the Italians rented the house after they kicked your dad out. I mean, my mother must have rented it just before she left. I, I don't know when exactly it was rented, but it was, it was rented for most of the time. And then what did yeah. they What did they tell? I mean, how old were you when um, your mom and dad were imprisoned? Okay, the, they were imprisoned around 1937. And I was born in 1934. Um, so about three. So, so I don't remember yeah. that much. You don't remember all I'm, no, I'm all I'm, I too was taken along with all the other uh, with the, with uh, with Kifli and Zimam, mm-hmm. with my mother and father, but I cried uh, throughout the night at the detention center. You know where, where the collection center for prisoners, where they brought in all these people from the various parts of town. They kept them there and then before they were shipped out. So I I cried so much continuously. Uh, that, they, that the people who were with my mother, you know, the rest of the prisoners said, you know, uh, it, it, it looked like as if I was not my mother's uh, son. Uh, <laughs> and in a way, you know, I was brought up by uh, a nurse, by, mom, by uh, um, a guardian. I don't know what the English word is for it. Uh, she isn't, you know. It, nanny. Yeah, nanny, but a bigger nanny kind of. She's an elder woman. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, so I was very, very attached to that uh, woman. And, in fact, that was the point I was going to take up after we've done with the Italian war. But uh, now that we're on it, I might as well tell you that uh, she's from the Oromo region. Mm. Her, her name was Bafana, mm. Bafan, Bafanawari. I was very, very attached uh, to her. Uh and uh, in fact, I used to sleep uh, in her bed uh, even when I was in in, in in primary school and perhaps even in, in, in secondary school. But I don't remember when I stopped doing that. Mm. And she had a room in the house behind the place where we lived. Do you remember that long uh, service quarter? The mm-hmm. first room in the service quarter was her room. And, and, and I, I used to... Um, that, that's where I where I grew up. Really, that's where I stayed. I I, I, you know, I slept that night. Um, anyway, the reason I was not taken with uh, the mom and uh, to Italy was because I was so much attached to 
uh, Mama Bafana, as I called her, mm. that uh, even the Italians were not uh, 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 in a in a, in a situation to uh, uh, leave me alone, I mean, to, to take me away from her. Wow. Yeah. So how old were uh, Gash Kifle and Tezema? Were they older than you or they were younger than you? Uh, no, Kifle is younger. Kifle is a, a year and a half younger. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Tezema was, she's three years older, so she must have been six. Kifle was probably a year and a half to... But he was in diapers. I mean, they had they they took him to Italy in diapers. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he was in. I don't know if, <laughs> what, what kind of diapers they had in those days. But uh, uh, well, let me put it. He was born nineteen twenty-seven. Okay. Uh, uh, no, no, nineteen twenty-seven Italian. Nineteen thirty-five. Two years, at most. Yeah. He, just under two years, a year and a half kind of thing. And then what, so, the chronology is what? I mean, so the Italians, I'm trying to remember when the Italians came into Addis. I mean, how long between the time they came in and they actually started taking away people? Okay, that's a good question. The Italian war itself broke out in uh, October 1935. Okay. Okay. It was up north in the... Uh, you know, they came from uh, Eritrea, so the war, the, the beginnings of the war were in the area of Adwa and Aksum, just, you know, just mm -hmm. across the border between what is now Eritrea and Ethiopia. So yeah. that was in October of 35. By the time they reached Addis Ababa, it was May 1936. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the, the war, yeah, in uh, May 1936. Uh, and the, Itali the prisoners were taken, were uh, rounded up and taken away in uh, February 37. Wait, so a year later? So that, about a year later. So that means that they didn't have, I mean, first of all, even with all the mechanized weapons, it took them six months to battle to Addis Ababa. And, yeah. and then yeah. it took them another year to get enough control to start, you know, imprisoning anybody of importance. I mean, obviously, I mean, your your parents were not soldiers, so there was just a roundup. Yeah, well, as I said, there were close to three hundred persons who were rounded up. But you know what uh, prompted the what the immediate cause of the rounding up and taking them prisoner was an event that occurred uh, in. Uh, in February of 1937, I have the date here, sir. Seven. Yeah, yeah February yeah. 1937. Uh, in Ethiopian, it's, it's an important date on Ethiopian uh, calendar. Yeah, uh, 1929. Hmm. You remember the, there is a monument. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the date when the Italians um, massacred the, the civilian population. Of Addis Ababa, it was a big event. Uh, the reason being that two Ethiopian patriots threw a hand grenade, many hand grenades, seven of them, uh, on Graziani, who was the governor, the Eritrean uh, governor of the country. Hmm. You, you, you know, the, it was an attempt to kill him. Said, uh, yeah, um, uh, and uh, in, in retaliation to that, then the Italians just went berserk. Hmm. And they just rounded up uh, civilians, even monks and priests, and um, so those who went to Azinara were just only a few, as I said, about three hundred. But 
uh, about 7,000 went to other places in Somalia and to an island just off Eritrea. So, um, yeah. They, I mean, they also killed people? I mean, they didn't just round them up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. A lot of people were killed on that day, Yekati 12, uh, mm. February uh, 19th. A lot of people were killed. Um, and this is the monument that uh, is just uh, that you see on near the university, hmm. uh, and the square is called Yekati 12 Square. The monument is in commemoration of that date, and the hospital next door is called Yekati 12. It's a big day in, on our calendar. It's still commemorated as Martyrs Day. Yeah, lots of people were killed. You know, the story is that they put them in, they would just put people in, in their huts, and they just set the hut on fire. Uh. They went to monasteries and and uh, killed uh, lots of uh, uh, nuns and monks uh, on the ground that the plot to try to assassinate uh, Graziani was uh, uh, planned in in one of the monasteries, the Libanos. Hmm. The Libanos got the brunt of the assassin, you know, of the, of the killings. Yeah. Wow. Did did you know? Did your family have people that were killed, or how, how close was that to oh, you? Oh, many, 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 many were killed. In fact, uh, I remember. Well, I vaguely remember that when my parents, my mother, returned two years later from the Italian prison, hmm. uh, for days on end, there was mourning in our in our in our house wow. in Luxor. Yeah. Because so so many of her uncles and cousins and relatives had died, uh, it was uh, you know continuous, like so you know, uh, yeah. So lots of uh, our people, our, our relatives were killed. I mean, I can mention names, but I don't think they will mean to you. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, w- it was indiscriminate. I mean, was there? I mean, did they just start, you know, opening up with automatic weapons? I mean, what was it? I mean, did they have did they have some sort of sense to it? I mean, it seems crazy to go to monasteries and start shooting people. It was in well, in Addis, it was indiscriminate. There were, uh, uh, now I read that the person who made this decision to uh, indiscriminate uh, killings was not Graziani himself because he was wounded in that attempt, assassination attempt. Hmm. And he was not uh, he was not conscious. So uh, some of the writers who now write about that period say uh, it was the political head of the fascists in Addis Ababa who made that decision, as Graziani was more or less uh, incapable of making uh, all these decisions. Mm. In any event, yeah, it, it was uh, it was very uh, uh, cruel. Mm. Um, they used, uh, according to Ethiopian sources, they used uh, uh, axes and hatchets and all kinds of things, and not just guns only, and burned huts with people in them. And it wasn't just in Addis, but in, in all the big cities of Ethiopia, in wow. Gondor and so forth, yeah. That's inhuman. What do you know about... Yeah, no, you can you, uh, please finish out. I was going to ask more questions about what you know about your dad and sort of his duties. Okay. Uh, well, as uh, I started at the very, I said at the very beginning, I don't know much about you know uh, when he was born, where he was born, very little about his uh, uh, background, his ancestry. I know he comes from the Wollo region, but uh, my understanding is that he, although his uh, people came uh, from the Wollo area. That he himself was born in Addis, in Addis Ababa. Uh, 
my father uh, was regarded uh, as uh, one of the emperor's men in the sense that he was one of the few who were modernized and who knew a little bit uh, about a foreign language. He spoke a little French. Uh, um, and he was, whenever there were uh, an important uh, uh, assignment, the emperor would get hold of him and uh, appoint him. So he's been appointed in several places. Uh, um, one of his, the place where he stayed the most, perhaps where he did the great contribution to the country, was as consul general in in Eritrea, in Asmara. Mm. This was the period uh, when the Italians were preparing for war. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was sent to Asmara to really report to the emperor uh, on, on the preparations and to see if uh, uh, they can come to some kind of accommodation to avoid war, war and conflict. So he was uh, there around 1930-31. I say this because that's when uh, my sister Zimam was born. Um, and uh, at that, in, in Asmara, she was born in Asmara, so wow, that was, that. yeah. And uh, the mom itself is a name from <laughs> from Eritrea, Eritrea and name. Um, so that was a post, and in that position, uh, he was uh, quite well, not only in Ethiopia but uh, overseas. Uh, the Italians uh, got to know him and about him a lot, so that uh, contributed to his being earmarked for detention to Asmara. Hmm. That, so that was uh, one position he had. So wait, now when you say consul general, at that time, Eritrea was an a, a, um, Italian colony. Italian right? colony. So, so they right. considered it you know, part of Italy in some sense. So right. he, he was representing the sovereign Ethiopia? In, I mean, what is, this, what is a consul yes. general? As a, like an ambassador kind of? or Yeah, but since Eritrea was not a full-fledged country, they don't have a... They don't couldn't appoint ambassadors. Exactly, they would recognize it as a country. Yeah, yeah. It, it was equivalent to an ambassador. He, I mean, you, the portrait we have of him uh, that you probably seen in my house is he is uh, he, a tad in uh, diplomatic uh, attire that uh, is of the rank of, a, of of an ambassador. So he would be. But he the, was called consul. Yeah, but he would be the highest ranking. Um, non-military Ethiopian in Eritrea, right? That's right. That's right. So I mean that's a you know I guess that's a dangerous thing to be too I suppose. Exactly, exactly. They, yeah, I mean, and uh, there are many stories. I mean, uh, growing up, uh, Phil, one of yeah. the things that I remember distinctly uh, is uh, you know whenever they find out who my father was, everybody would say, "Oh, your father was such a patriot." Agari uh, Odal, he loved his country, you know. I mean, so we were given, you know, quote unquote, preferential treatment as, or at least we were recognized. Kifri and I were recognized when we were small kids in school, in primary school, as as, as the sons of, uh, of a great patriot. Wow. Now, mind you, nothing as much has changed since I was born, but <laughs> it hasn't changed much for me either. Uh, yeah. So, he, what did they tell you? Or, I mean, uh, from the family's perspective, like, do you have any memories of why your dad was gone? Or, I mean, what you know? Later on, you you know, you understood, right? But do you remember anything about what they told you while he was gone? Well, you know, uh, before he was uh, uh, detained and sent to Asmara. Uh, when the Italian war broke out, you remember in 19, 
35, October 35. Yeah. Uh, 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 he was among those who fought the Italians in the earlier skirmishes in uh, Ambalage, Ambaradum, uh, up north in the Tigray area. Hmm. Uh, he was wounded there twice. So he was uh, there with a large gent of Ethiopian forces, not only him, but I mean, you know, when the general mobilization was made in October of 35 and and the army was sent north, he was he was among those who led his uh, troop uh, and, and fought very hard in mm. Ambalag and Ambaradam. So, so the Italians knew him. I mean, you know, in those days, the military and the civilians were not that distinct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, your Rasses, your Dejaz, your Fitaurari, and, and my father, uh, just like any of them, was, of course, civilian in many respects, but uh, you also had a small retinue of an army you know, or followers, mm-hmm. and, and, and they went and fought. Yeah. So, how did, so he fought, and I mean, how did he go from Asmara to Addis Ababa? I mean, there was a, a war, right, in between? So they, no, sort no, of, I, they retreated back to Addis Ababa? I mean,. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I think I, I jumped a period. I mean, after <laughs> after Asmara, after his uh, uh, service as consul in Asmara, that was, I think, that ended around 1932. Maybe it, it might have extended until 1933, but I doubt it. 1932 to 33. Mm-hmm. After that, uh, he was the Italians uh, uh, did. I mean, you know. Uh, Wanted him to be uh, to be re- to be recalled. Mm. So there are st- uh, stories, and in fact, uh, friends have done some research in Italian archives, telling me of of uh, many communications from the Italian government to the emperor to ask him to remove Nagadra Sodajo from uh, from Asmara because uh, you know he was too much on their way, kind of thing. So anyway, after that, he returned to Addis Ababa after his. Uh, uh, stint as um, uh, as uh, consul in Asmara, he mm-hmm. was he returned to Addis Ababa. Was, was given other appointments. Uh, uh, the appointment that came immediately after that was uh, as the emperor's watchdog, so to say, in in, in Tigray mm. uh, in nineteen uh, r- roughly just before the war around thirty four thirty five. Uh, at that time, the uh, one of the governors of Tigray. Haile Selassie Guksa, the Jasma Haile Selassie Guksa, a grandson of the Emperor uh, Johannes, mm-hmm. so uh, and who was married to the Emperor's daughter. Actually, mm. this man was uh, was suspected of being uh, an Italian sympathizer, uh, mm. and so uh, my father was sent to Macale, where where uh, the Jasma Haile Selassie Guksa lived, uh, to uh, to. Uh, uh, Kind of watch to look him. after his movements. Yeah, yeah. The, well, not to look because he's married to the emperor's uh, daughter. Yeah. So he he just can't apprehend him and send him as a prisoner. But he he followed his activities and, and there are many stories of what kind of detective service he did and transmitted to the emperor in in Addis Ababa. Right. Uh, and uh, my mother, uh, I remember my mother telling me distinctly that when later on Hairas Lasse Guksa, the Jasmash Hairas Lasse Guksa, did actually uh, became a traitor and joined the Italians you know, wow. just before the war broke out, which was a terrible blow to the Ethiopian morale, as you can yeah. imagine. The emperor, the emperor sent a small plane, one of the small planes he had, to 
bring our, my father from uh, Makale to Addis Ababa to tell him, uh, uh, quote-unquote, what Aljo, everything he told me was, was correct. Because although he was reporting that, indeed, uh, just much as last year was negotiating with the Italians and making, you know, uh, it wasn't... In constant and close contact with the Italians, the emperor and his the emperor's advisors didn't believe him. They kept saying, "You know, how can this happen? This guy is married to you, to to your son." Yeah. I mean, you know, so it must have been a personal quarrel between Odajo and Guxali. Uh, yeah. By the way, this particular incident of what our father did in Macale. Hmm. Um, keeping an eye on Haris Lassi Guxa is, is written up in many, many books, uh, uh, foreign books, as part of the history of the war. Wow. So one day, you might wonder, maybe I can show you. <laughs> no, it's amazing. So, I mean, it's, it's even interesting to think uh, that such a thing is possible, meaning like, you know, that you could, you know, I mean, a very well-known person like that, uh, you know, in, in what must be a much smaller you know, community can, you know, sort of actively spy without being caught. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, now we have electronics and all kinds of things, you know, which make it sound more well, feasible. Even then, even then uh, one of uh, my father's uh, uh, colleagues, uh, he's, uh, 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 he he used to tell me of uh, how they tapped his telephone, the Yashalis uh, Lassie's telephone, how Managed to get some of the telegrams that he was exchanging with the Italians, wow. uh, and some of the letters, correspondence, and uh, so he had a full uh, file of incontrovertible fact that Hayes Lasikuksa was indeed planning to defect, and sure enough, he defected. But uh, one good point was that Hayes Lasikuksa had promised the Italians that he would, when he did. Effects he would bring much of the uh, Tigray forces with him. Yeah. But uh, but um, uh, our father, my father, uh, succeeded in uh, uh, aborting that. Only very few uh, Magali forces, uh, Tigray forces, went with Hayrasilasi Guksa to eight. As a result, the Italians were so disappointed that they didn't uh, give him all the things that they had promised him. They had promised him to make him a governor of the whole of Tigray, which didn't happen. They had promised him to take him to Rome, which didn't happen. They just put him in one of the cities uh, in uh, in Macale and uh, no, in Tigray, and they just kept him there. So there was some kind of, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, work uh, attacking his. Um, I mean, uh, spying going on his telephone and uh, and uh, telegraph communication. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing, right? I mean, it's a, he's a, you know kind of a Renaissance man. He's covering, you know, he's got the spy. You know, he's he's fighting <laughs> yeah. the battles. And so, yeah. what what was his? You know, a long time ago, you said in, he was uh, uh, in the business community or in a gadras. I mean, what you know, before oh. these political appointments, you know, where did he come from? Okay, he was as uh, he was a self-made man, Phil. Hmm. He doesn't come from any of the uh, established and old families or certainly none, none of the nobility. Mm. On my mother's side, you know, she could count perhaps to, you know, some of the old families, Amhara families in Ankover. Mm. But my father was an, came from an ordinary uh, family. Very, uh, you know, we hear that he, the, his father, uh, Ali, 
ከኛ ዘመጫሊ አይሊዘለለው ወዝ ዘ ማርቸንት ሂ ወዝ ሂ ሃድ አ ላርጅ ካራቫን ኦፍ ካሜልስ ኤንድ ሆርስስ ኤንድ ዶንኪስ ዳት ትሬዲድ ቢትዊን ዘ ሳውዝ ኢን አይቭሪ ኤንድ ስፓይሰስ ኤንድ ሶ ዊች ሂ ውድ ብሪንግ ፍሮም ዘ ሳውዝ ቱ ዘ ኖርስ ኤንድ ዘን ፍሮም ዘ ኖርስ ቱ አዲስ ኤንድ ፍሮም አዲስ ዘ ውድ ቴክ ማኑፋክቸር ቲንግስ ክሎዚንግስ ኤንድ ዋትኤቨር ቱ ዩ ኖ ሶ ሂ ዎዝ አ ትሬድስማን ኤንድ ኳይት ኳይት Mm. So he bought a large tract of land in Gullali. Uh, oh, interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah, that land that we, the house we have in is only like a tenth of what it used to be from what we were told. Because mm. yeah, it was lost to one way or another or sold or given away as a present to his friends and so forth and so on. Mm. But he was a wealthy tradesman, but by no means uh, uh, a nobleman or any connections with the uh, with the. With royalty or 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 with the monarchy how did they get the title though can you as much as still okay he was in a gadras now the way he, okay he was a self made man he must have caught the uh, uh, attention of one of the uh, court uh, uh, people you know um, I, i can't i can't tell you exactly how he got to know the emperor mm-hmm. but the emperor did Uh, have uh, confidence in him so uh, he became an agadras uh, when this is a long story but in, in brief so we have to go to gojam okay yeah. you know the province of gojam Go- you're talking about his ali or wadajo now wadajo okay so uh, he himself was a merchant he said his dad kenya smach ali was a, 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 a merchant or they're both merchants no 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 my father was no my, my grandfather was a merchant my father okay. was not a merchant okay my grandfather kanyaz machali was a merchant yeah but his son nagadras wadajo yeah. the the tatras is a head of uh, traders head head of businessmen yeah nagadi you know yeah. nagadi was a merchant and, Ras, and yeah. he uh, uh, yeah yeah, yeah Ras, head yeah. of the yeah and the way he got that title was because he was appointed as uh, the head of well to establish uh the uh taxation system in gojam mm. uh, to kalad matari call it amharic kalad matal that means to apportion land uh, you know to, to uh, the rural land was not apportioned i mean it was big vast areas that, uh, that from here to eternity would belong to one person so so when they were starting to have that establish land taxes and so forth they have to have some kind of a, a, a systematic way of 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 uh, how do you put it the systematic way of uh, parceling the land hmm. uh, so he was he, he got the title of nagadras when um, he was sent to gojam to establish uh, the ta- taxation uh, uh, system in the country So he was a, 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 a kind of an auditor, which is, what, what do they call those? Uh, assessor. Assessor, yeah. yeah. Exactly, assessor. And that's a very potent position. I mean, that's, a, he, that's in most places, that's yeah, the most powerful was, guy yeah. in the province or the city or, you know, whatever. He right? was. He was. And uh, it's a little interesting here, uh, just a side point, uh, a bit of history. Gojam was, has been governed by king, a king. You know, it's like... You know, in the old days, they had uh, 
kings in many places, and Gojam's king was Nugus Taklaimanot. Hmm. Nugus Taklaimanot was a king under Menelik, Nugus of Gojam. When Nugus Taklaimanot died, his son, Hailu, he was not given the title of Nugus, but he, was, he became automatically the governor of, of Gojam, hmm, okay. Rasailu, Rasailu. But Rasailu had a very uh, uneven, <laughs> uneven, to put it mildly, uneven uh, uh, career because he all collided with the aliens. And, um, and anyway, he was also suspected of having been, having been instrumental in uh, when Liji Yasu escaped from a prison. Mm, okay. Uh, so, uh, so he was removed from that position from from the from Goja uh, as, as governor. He was in, he was a, a house prisoner, you know, a house arrest. So they had to appoint somebody else who was not a Gojami to govern Goja, which is which would be the first time in their history. So Rasamuru was appointed governor of Goja. And Rasamuru chose our my father as his kind of right hand man to take care of the finances of the province, and that's when he became a Gadras and went to Gojam. Wow, that was one of his earlier appointments. So he was. So we don't know what he was before that. I mean, that's he. I mean, he he must have been somewhat well known, obviously, to get the attention. Yeah. Of the people who make the appointments, but that's kind of the first thing yeah. you know about him, like in terms of a job or a that's, position? That's right. But I think he would have come to be known to the palace through my mother's relatives. You know, my mother, as I said, was well connected. Yeah. Uh, her uh, her uh, uncles were uh, the Jazmaches and governors and all kinds of things. You know, the Jashi Gazu, the mayor of the Addis Ababa, Kantivatanna. I mean, all of these people uh, were very close to the emperor. And uh, so he must have used <laughs> one of them to get the attention of the emperor. But I just don't know. I'm just... Uh, and then what uh, do you know about how your mother and father met? I mean, where did they... I have no idea. Was it in Addis Ababa even, or you, you think? I mean, I he, he, was, yeah, he was born in Addis Ababa, you said, right? Yeah, I think he was born in Addis Ababa, but as I said, yeah, uh, yeah. I really don't know. And where was she from? I mean, you said you think he's from Wadlow. What about your mom? Where was she from? Ankober. Ankober, so Shoah. Shoah. So that's a, I mean, there are a lot of, you know, that's a well-connected place to start with, right? That's, that's right. That's a well-connected uh, family. She comes from a well-connected family uh, on her mother's side. Not her father's side, but on her mother's side. Hmm. Yeah. So a lot of royalty, well, not royalty, but I guess nobility, you could say. Yeah, yeah. 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 There were governors and ministers and so forth, her uncles and nephews and so forth. Now, while so going now going forward to the time of the Italian War, who was who was the head of the household? I mean, you know, your mother and father are both gone. I mean, you know, the two out of the okay, four, uh, three siblings are gone. I mean, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, my father's sister uh, uh, was the one who was. Who had the responsibility for our well keep, our upkeep? Uh-huh. She would take the rent from the Italian uh, 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 guy who rented our house and uh, give it to my uh, mamite, if you want to call her, Mama, Mama, Mama Bafana, uh-huh. for my uh, expenses. 
missions, as well as for the boarding school uh, to the American mission where our two my two sisters were going to uh, were attending. Uh, yeah. So she, but she, 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 who lived in the house? Do you know? She lived. She lived across the street. Do you remember Zaudu? That's mm. her son. No, gosh, Zaudu, the one in Germany. But he's had this. Yeah. That's, oh. her, that's her son, Zodu Dusta, yeah. I know, but I knew him when, I met him when we were there for Gash Kifle. Uh, yeah, that, that's right. That. He was married to the Swedish woman, right? Isn't that She's ma- German, German woman. A German woman. Yeah. So wait, so his mom is your dad's sister, so he's your exactly. cousin. Exactly, exactly. I don't know that. Yeah. So, so in the house, though, I mean, now the main house is rented to this Italian man, so that's, you know, you're off limits, right? And Mama Mentuab's house is where everybody lived, but you know the adults were gone, or at least the the heads of the households were gone. So it was the yeah. then the nanny was taking care of you, and I don't know. I'm sure there's always some other relatives around, but basically, oh, yeah, the, 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 yeah, like usual. I'm sure there's many people around the house. Yeah, but uh, sort of cousins and uncles were sort of managing the money and such. Uh, yeah, you can you can put it that that way. Yeah. There was no immediate uh, person. I mean, you know, my my two sisters were at school, yeah. uh, and I was an infant. Yeah. My parents were gone, so were my two other uh, siblings. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. No, I mean, how it worked out, I, I, I can only guess that. In fact, Phil, uh, one of the earliest memories I have of uh, my mother. And my Bafana, uh, my, my uh, 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 Mokzit, we called her Mokzit, yeah. um, was uh, when my mother returned. My uh, and there would be there were these. Uh, she was she was acting like a, a judge. She would stand down on top of the stairway, and my uh, Mokzit one side, and uh, my niece, you know, my father's sister. Uh, yeah. Her name was Uvnesh. The two would argue to her. You know, she didn't give me the proper allocation for this month. She owes me this. And, and the other one said, no. I've, you know, it's, it's, that was an interminable discussion <laughs> of how, yeah. And my my Bafana my, uh, spoke. I mean, she's from Oromo. She, yeah. her, her Amharic was not very good. She would yeah. sometimes speak in Oromina to my mother, and which should she wouldn't understand anyways not a good way to get the money yeah so what so do you do you have any memories of of the household or you know what it was like during they were gone for two years total i mean your dad didn't come back yeah. i know but uh, so there were two years do, what do you remember do you remember anything i mean uh not really not really uh you remember, uh, don't forget, I'm only three years old when they returned. No, yeah. no, no. When they returned, you were they, five. they returned. Yeah. I was five? Uh, yeah, I was five. They yeah. returned, yeah. So, not really much, no. Yeah, no, not, not much. much. So then when they so when they came back, uh, you know, the Italians were kicked out, right? So, th- yeah. is that when you Fort got the house back or no? Or is, that, is there some time in between? Uh... I'm not sure when exactly, but uh, uh, yeah, the, that house was always rented, you know? Hmm. Nobody really, 
he lived there. None of my family lived in that because it was the virtually the only source of income for my mother, mm. except for land, except for lands, you know, here and there. Uh, my mother had no cash income. That was her only source of cash income. Wow. So it was always rented uh, throughout my life. I think the first time it was not rented is when I moved into it wow. after, in, in the 1960s. Wow. Yeah. So, so then, uh, so at that, that's way forward. But at that point, you became the 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 source of money. I mean, like, if you took away the main rent, I did. Yeah, that's really uh, yeah. Uh, I should have paid rent, perhaps, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cleaner. Yeah, it didn't occur to me at the time, you know. Just, yeah. uh, and my mother said was so happy that I was back. Yeah. Uh, the, the point was never raised. You know, she never raised it, and I mean, I don't know why, but. It, it just happened that way. Yeah. Once in a while, I start to to think, you know, you know, that wasn't the right thing I did. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. Uh, well, I mean, I think I think we can stop here. There's uh, a okay. lot a lot more we could cover on this, and and maybe you know the okay. next section was supposed to be schools, and you know, so when you go to grade school, I'm sure you know some of the things will come back. Okay. Uh, but uh, that, this has been great. Can you stop it and just let me go over the 